Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Carlton Blue Baggers podcast. I'm your host Jacob Santa Maria, and we're just coming off the latest loss to the Gold Coast Suns. Um, pretty disappointing from us. We lose 57 to 76, lose by 19 points. Season on the line, and that's how we respond. Uh, just another typical week to be a Carlton supporter, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, uh, it's nothing. Nothing surprising here, in a way. Because it's, it's been a sum up of the season. Did I expect to win? 100%. Because we're playing Gold Coast, we're playing in Marvel, and we're playing to keep our finals hopes alive. And coming off our best win of the season, I, ju- I just thought we'd give more. I, ju- I just thought we'd give more than that. Um, a little bit disappointing from the from the boys, just because I thought last week was a little bit different. I didn't think it was like a standard, oh, you know, that a response game. I thought, yeah, we've had those games where we respond after a big loss and we come out and we get a win. Yeah, of course. Every t- every club in the AFL has those. Last week was a little bit different, though, to most of those. Last week was a little bit more of, oh, young players up and coming, defense looking a lot better, intensity around the ball, um, tackling pressure, every, everything. Everything, we look like we turned a bit of a corner last week. That's how I saw it, at least. I knew it wasn't it wasn't going to be like this every week, but, God, to come out the way we did, just so frustrating. I, I mean, like, came out at the start of the game, was a little bit shaky, ended up turning it on a little bit. Josh Honey really got us involved, kicked two first quarter goals, really good from him. But really not a whole... A whole lot to really applaud for the whole for the whole game, really. I mean, what what, what can I say? I can say Josh Honey kicked two goals, nice. Uh, I can say Charlie Kerner looked looked better, and I, I thought he really impacts our structure, of course. But like, I, I really didn't think there was that that much. Uh, Matt Kennedy, he I thought he played well. Uh, Weedering played pretty solid. I didn't think King kicked a goal, so. Uh, but but he got involved as well, just solid as usual. Uh, Walsh did all right. Uh, so yeah, I just, I don't know, it's it's just left a real sour taste in my mouth because when you're fighting to keep your finals hopes alive, you've just, you got to be better than that. you you just got to be better than that. Um, well, look, I'll, I'll give you my three takeaways from the game. First of all, too many passengers. Simple, simple, too many passengers. And it's been a story of our season. I think just our bottom five players really let us down when we play against top eight sides. I think there's a lot of players in our, in our side who are downhill skiers a little bit. I reckon... Oh, I just think there's some blokes who can't win the footy. They need they need us to be playing good footy for them to be getting involved. And, of course, every club's got a couple of those. And, yeah, like, of course, but we need to be better. Our bottom five, our bottom six players, they need to find a way to impact the game when it's not going our way all day when the ball's not coming to them easily because we're not winning the the center clearances and we're getting bolted out of the out of the stoppages. So yeah, too many passengers for me first of all. Um secondly, just I liked our build-ups. I thought I actually thought that we were picking apart the zones coming from our back 50 with a lot of little chip kicks. But it just really often it led to just a, a long bomb inside 50. So we'd, we'd have a few chip kicks up the ground. Oh, Walsh to Cripps, Cripps to Mackay, uh, Mackay to Kennedy, and then long inside, long 50 meter kick high inside 50. I mean, yeah, I know we had Charlie down there a lot of the day, but 
Yeah, I don't know. Is it's just the the instruction is really clear. The instruction is really clear. We we must seem we must seem to lo- be instructed to go high, long, inside fifty. I mean, what's what's wrong with it? What's wrong with the thirty meter with the thirty meter chip pass le- leading out at someone? Why why is it just fifty meter long bombs into packs? So often. I mean, yes, of course, sometimes, but so so often. I just thought that. Uh, it just didn't really suit us today because a lot of the time it was open it was open inside our forward line and we were still popping it really high sometimes it just felt like we had to lower the eyes a little bit more often and hit up some lead targets inside 50 I think that's when we're at our best and that's how most top eight sides play so it's no surprise but um yeah a little bit a little bit disappointing to build it up pretty well by foot and then just uh long bomb inside 50 once with that final kick inside and I don't really know if the chip kick with the little 20 meter chip kicks like through the zones is actually our style. I thought we, we did it pretty well. Um, obviously not going inside 50, but just to get it up the ground, I thought we worked it out pretty well just um, picking our way through the zones. But I don't know if it's a sustainable uh, game plan for us just because our foot skills really aren't that good. It's definitely not one of our strengths. We're not a West Coast where we're going to control and kick the ball and... No, we're, we're not, we're not going to hit those long 45 minutes. Yeah, we're just, yeah, I don't know. We're not the best by skills, so I don't know. Uh, we don't have the best foot skills, that is, sorry. So, no, I don't know if that's really our style. But lastly, just season on the line. We have one good game and, and we get comfortable. We get content. There wasn't any sense of desperation, especially when the game was there to be won. I mean, our best player, Sam Walsh, has two touches in the last quarter. I'm not gonna. Bl- I'm not gonna put blame on him though, because that bloke puts in every single week. But so many guys. I mean, where was the, where was the intent or for, for four quarters? It's just non-existent for a four quarter effort. Like for these boys, it's so hard to come by. And oh, okay, we have a good win last week. Coming off of our worst game, that doesn't mean you get. You, you, oh, you play one good game of footy, and it's okay. No, like it's just too easy. It's too, like they get comfortable too easy. It just, there needs to be a much bigger sense of desperation. I mean, you win this game, you've still got finals hopes. You've still got a chance. Don't go out losing the Gold Coast to to, to scrap our season goodbye. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of typical Carlton though, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. So we've lost... We've lost to Gold Coast and we've lost to North Melbourne in the last three weeks. If we had lost to St Kilda last week, Teague, Teague's probably, Teague would like very likely be done, especially because we are going to come up against Port and GWS. I don't know if we can be either of those sides. And to, well, we haven't been a top eight title year, haven't been GWS in God knows how long. Well, if, if we didn't have that game last week, gosh, I mean, that could have been... It could be five five in a row now, uh, losses in a row now. I don't want to be too negative. I, I really don't. But I'm just thinking about this realistically. Our next two weeks, we're, no, we're, we're not going to be even close to the favourite. We're playing a top eight side in Port who killed us this year. And then we're going to play, yeah, the Giants who really have our number as of recent. So... I don't know. If you look at it, and I said to you three weeks ago, you've got North Melbourne and Gold Coast, 
in the it, uh, two of your next three games. Those are, those are two of your next three games. And if you win both of them, you'll be in the eight. What would, what would you have said to me? That's, that's great. What if I told you that at the start of the year? That we're, that we're you know, in this kind of situation where we're, we're borderline eight, and if, we, and if we win two of our next three, we go in the eight. What do you say to that? And what if I tell you that the third team's St. Kilda? Because there's a little chance to win that. You know, it's not like they're not a top four side, so it's not the worst. And knowing that St. Kilda, the season they've had, what if I told, yeah, what if I told you that just before the North game, think about the position we were actually in. If I, if I told you before the North game, if we win two out of North Melbourne, St. Kilda and Gold Coast, they were in the eight, what would you have told me? You would have thought, oh, probably, probably be in the eight in a couple of weeks maybe. Yeah, yeah I reckon we have a great chance. I could, we'll probably win two of those three. That's the two, that's the three-week period that Carlton, Carlton steps up. The, the, you know, and... I guess it just wasn't um, sustainable for a season. It's really disappointing. It's really disappointing. Uh, but no, we're not a top eight side. And I, I said that a couple of weeks ago. I don't think we're a top eight side anyway. So I don't think it's deserved. Now, I will go through um, just, a, just a few notes. I'm not going to like go too, too in depth as I normally do with the match notes. Uh, it wasn't the best game to really, to really go through anyway. But I will go through a few things. Just uh, in the second quarter, I noticed... Uh, Silvani to Mackay uh, led um, good lead out from Harry Mackay he was really playing up forward a lot for, uh, a lot more up the ground sorry um, this week uh, yeah so he led up the ground round to the wing hits up Charlie good lead from Charlie played on really quickly hit up Betts lovely play uh, and just you could tell really early on just from that play how much different of a side we look like when Harry's a lead up target up the ground, hitting up Charlie Kerno on Ford 50, it just, it changes our dynamic. It changes the way we play. It really does. And that's why I thought that our build-ups coming out of the defense were a little bit better maybe because Harry was a lot more up the ground. I think he would have had around eight marks or something for the day. He really got up the ground a lot. And yeah, most of those weren't inside 50, unlike um, what we're used to seeing for the year. Uh, but yeah, I really liked our build-up. Um, just yeah, having someone like Harry lead up the ground because he's just so tall and quick. It's it's such a big, like such a great option and presence for us up the ground. And then obviously uh, Charlie down the ground. He's a little bit more of a one-on-one. Oh, I'll like stand, try like take a take a contested mark. Uh, where Harry can obviously do that definitely, but he he excels even more at like leading out in front and taking marks in because he's got a good run and jump really suits him as well to get up there but obviously he's the common medalist so is he gonna what's gonna be the the future situation there i'm not too sure look if i always saw charlie kerno as the kind of player that was before he got injured this was that was going to be the deep the deep forward and harry mckay would play as the center half forward and yeah that charlie would be our main goal kicker obviously it's been two years since then and like that was coming off uh, Charlie Kerner kicking seven against the Bulldogs. We saw as soon as Teague took over, he played uh, deep in the forward line and he start, instead of running up the ground so much, he just isolated him inside the forward 50. And that's better That's better for Charlie. That's how he likes to play his footy. And I think just because he's coming off two years from his knee, like, you know, he's obviously not going to be running around too much and getting up the ground too much. And even if we did want him to do that, he's a key forward. So, like, he's got to work into it. It's only his second game back. 
So I definitely think we will be playing him for the next couple of weeks, uh, definitely as the deep forward. Next year might be a little bit of a different story because, look, originally that's what I thought. And if Charlie can become that player again, it definitely could be the option, uh, could be the way we move forward. But Harry McCoy's about to win the Coleman, and what is he, 23? So he's really young. So I think if you've got a Coleman medalist at, like, you know, at this age, do you make him the key forward deep and make Charlie the option up the ground? I, look, I, I don't think it suits Charlie as much. I don't know. Look, we obviously lose a little bit from Charlie, but I feel like we might get a bit more from Harry if he's deep. Like, look, he play, I thought he actually played a decent game, to be honest. I thought he actually did his role. I thought he did what he needed to do. I just would have liked to see him maybe have kicked another goal. Uh, but... I just think if we put Harry, if we put Harry up the ground, are we getting? Are we? Is it worth it? Is it better? What do we get more out of? What are we a better team with Harry up the ground, and Charlie Deep, or vice versa? What What, what do you guys think? Let me know because I'm I'm really interested to to know what we're gonna do going forward with it. Just because Harry's ended up winning the Coleman, if Harry hadn't won the Coleman, if if, if he'd kicked forty goals this year, I would have still probably thought that Charlie just, but, but purely because he's excelled as much as he has I think you have to kind of really reevaluate that conversation don't you uh, but right after that again um, after that Betts goal I noticed Silvani again um, gets back into the contest he kicked a goal so he slipped on. he slipped inside forward 50 got back into the contest nearly took the mark fumbled it um, but picked it up straight away snap, uh, got it straight onto his boot and kicked the goal Really good, really good work because I noticed he started to get involved like really, like just so much in like this five, six minute patch in this second quarter and it was right after Townsend actually kicked um, a goal on him. So good to see that he kind of responded, a bit of heart from him. I think that's something we need. Uh, Fisher, oh, this was amazing when he just spun out of, he spun out of the tackle, ran, oh, so clean. I just love, love the way he's able to move so so quickly and freely and and then just uh, ran down the wing, couple bounces, just, yeah, really good work. And he gave it off to Ed Kerner who um, hit up Char Charlie, his brother, loves looking for his brother, doesn't he? But um, Zach Fisher, I also noticed today, a lot of the times inside 50, he just half a chance and he, and he turned it into something like with just like such excellent like vision and just like just footy skills, like to be able to like pull off these hard over the over the head handballs and just spinning out of like tackles handballing just yeah I thought like he he's really good with his his uh his handball skills and just like his vision and the way he can find his his players if they're in close a lot so I was uh, I thought he actually did a few good things but even again later he missed missed a wide open goal uh from Cripps I think it was the second or third third quarter I think it was Cripps out of a stoppage got got the hands out to Fisher and he was completely by himself the bloke had no one near him and he snaps it he's on his preferred side 35 out directly in front and he misses and I'm just like he's not he's clearly not he's not a forward if he's missing those but he's doing all these amazing things out of the stoppage so I actually I actually think he might be a winger or a midfielder I, look I don't know if he's good enough to play in the midfield but I feel like he's actually the one who he, he definitely, I think his best position is going to be the midfield. I don't think he's good enough to be in our mid... He hasn't shown enough to be in our midfield yet. But, look, he'll continue to get more game time there. He, he has been getting a little bit, but I don't think he's... 
he's part of that uh, you know that midfield group that we know yeah he okay he's a midfielder we're not 100% sure but my idea is that he's a midfielder but I just don't know if he's good, good enough to play at the level for well, I, I don't know maybe he just pin, pinch hits in the midfield but that, that's what I reckon uh, Harry, Mac- Harry Mackay he's, he's done a good day he, he, great work out in front long kick into the space uh, in, uh, to Jack Martin, great body work from him, bumping off his opponent to win, uh, to win the mark and kick the goal. And I, I said this two weeks ago, and it's happened two weeks, in, it's happened two weeks in a row now, where a few times we've started to kick it just into the into the space instead of okay, lead and kick it to, to him on the lead. Sometimes, but sometimes it's better to kick it into the space and then get to it because it's so hard because the ball's already so low. Um, and Jack Martin, he wanted it in the space. He was pointing, get get it in the space, get it in the space. Real, real good footy smarts from the boys there. The, the, those two don't mind linking up, and I, I, I like Jack Martin. I'm really, I think he's presenting well. I think he just needs to get a little bit more involved, just a little bit more from him, and he'll be, he'll be doing his role because he's not going to be a superstar getting 20 touches, kicking three goals. I don't think that's who he is. He's just got to be getting 15, 15 touches a game roughly, maybe six marks a game, few, three or four tackles, uh, and yeah, maybe a goal or two a game. That's what that, that's what he's really going to give us. Uh, I noticed in the third quarter, O'Brien, he was it was just after a stoppage inside fifty. Uh, I think Walsh kicked it out. Uh, it was a turnover. I think it was Anderson took the intercept mark, and then Anderson just just kicks it straight to Fiorini. We've set up the zone like everyone's in our back fifty, and Fiorini's just just wide open because uh, O'Brien just just watching Noah Anderson, just watching him where he's going to kick it instead of actually looking who's like, oh, where's my man? Let's get a man. Let's let's set up the zone. Like, the, like there was a few blues right in between Fiorini and I'm just like, you're kidding. Like, you're kidding. We're set. We're supposed to be set up right now. That's just leaking easy goals. Like, so really disappointing and honestly, like those are the kind of things I want. I want to be, po- I want to be pointed out Monday morning and yeah, yeah, just ugh, really, really tough, isn't it? Um, I just thought when the game was there to be won, we really struggled to actually convert. Um, I spoke about that Fisher um, opportunity that he missed. Um, that, that was from Cripps. Uh, then Harry on his preferred side had it 45 out on the angle. Look, t- t- it is a tough kick, but the, that's the one I'm probably ba- backing him to kick. Like the, It was just that we were missing at the crucial time and they started kicking the goals at the crucial time and... You know, they kicked four goals in a row in that third quarter and it was just like, okay, I felt like our build-ups were so good, but they were never finishing that last kick inside 50, just not hitting the target or just a turnover or then just uh, we would take the mark, and, but then we'd miss and it was just really struggling to watch and just you could see they were kicking the goal so easy. The, their kicking skills were, were much better than ours on the day, definitely. Um, but yeah, we, just, we had good build-ups going forward, but yeah, just stuffing up the last kick and... Yeah, just yeah. Some some kicks are some marks inside fifty. We're not even regis- uh, registering even scores on the board. So really disappointing. And um, yeah, I thought. Look, I thought Ed, Ed Kerner was pretty good for us. Um, I think he's the kind of player that on a day like this, where we're struggling a little bit, we're down, we're down and out. We've had a few goals kicked on us. He's the kind of bloke you throw into the midfield. Okay. Uh, Tag Noah Anderson, he's 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 killing us. Tag, tag Tukmiller, he's killing us. Or tag him and, and win a bit of the ball. Just just get get a bit of the inside work and get get his first use of the football. And like, 
And he's the kind of player that just kind of, you know, step up and, you know, might help turn a few things your way on the day. And I thought I thought he did a little bit of that, but it wasn't enough to get us over the line. I mean, yeah, look, that that was the game for us. We, we didn't step up when we needed to and just another day that's gone by. But we're out of the finals hunt. That's it. Another year. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What's... What's this mean for the rest of our season? I mean, it's a good question. Do we, what do we do now? Are, are we going to play some kids? Are we, are we going to, I don't, I don't know. We've obviously got Murphy's 300 this week. So let, let's touch on that real quick. Cause I do want to just give that a moment. Mark Murphy, 300 games. I remember when Murph first come to the club and I remember that he was supposed to be part of, you know, the the next the next successful batch of Carlton players. We've been down and out for quite a while. I can't remember what year he got drafted. It was around early, uh, sorry, mid two thousands, I'd say. But yeah, we've been out, we've obviously been out of finals for a few years, and this was supposed to be part of. He was supposed to be, you know, the number one pick. Could have gone to Brisbane. Came to us. And um, look, he's been a great, he's been a great football player for this club. Don't ever forget the kind of player that Mark Murphy has ever been for this football club. And he's stuck, he, he's stuck fat. He's been loyal. He's done everything you could have asked from a from a former captain, a, a number one draft pick. He's, look, he's he's got a few accolades to his name. He'd have more if, we, if he was in a winning side. That's for sure. He, I think he only has one All Australian, and he'd definitely have more than that. Um, if he was in a winning side, I'd say. But look, he, he's been a great footy player for this club. It's not easy to get to 300 games. I think we've had, what, six players? So, um, yeah, just a, just a real sh- quick shout-out to Mark Murphy. Uh, one of my favourite players growing up. Has kicked some absolute ripper goals. What, honestly, my favourite Mark Murphy moment, for me, it's definitely that banana against Freo. I remember watching that in my living room. Just, wow, like... What, oh wow he's, he's given us some good moments Mark Murphy so yeah shout out to Murph last time we're going to see him run out and you know feel privileged because look he's, he has been a great player for, for our club and we've watched his journey so good on you Murph good on you mate um, just quickly actually before I touch on the rest of the season I'll touch on just a couple of in, individual players just that I thought uh, went well on the day I think th- I'll touch on a few positives because I don't want to just be all negative as well, definitely. But Matt Kennedy has put together a good nearly two months of footy now. And he, he, like by the end of the year, yeah, I'm, I'm confident he'll get another 20 touches in one of these next two games, definitely. Like So I, I reckon Matt Kennedy, he did all right. I thought he took a lot of marks. I thought he laid a bit of pressure. I thought Matt Kennedy played a good game. Uh, look, our midfield was was shocking. I mean, I, I, I didn't really rate Cripps' game. I, I didn't think his, his uh, I don't know, impact was too much. You, you, you know what you're going to get from him as a contested beast, of course, but I don't know. I, I just thought, yeah, a bit, bit lacking from him. And normally, look, having a look at this, Cripps had 22 disposals, but if he normally has 20 or so touches, you know, if he doesn't have 25, he normally has five or six tackles at least. He's only had the three today as well. Um and that's exactly and Walsh did exactly what Cripps normally does. You know, he didn't 
didn't absolutely rack it up but he was killing it until three quarter time and then he just wasn't really anywhere to be seen but um obviously he nearly got injured as well but um oh he did but he will be right to play this week i'm pretty sure but uh yeah, Walsh still at least had the eight tackles, which is what which is what I want to see from the midfielders. If we're gonna get if we're not winning the, the clearances and you know all of that, at least be laying a few tackles, at least be putting on the pressure at the ball carrier. We, we that's the minimum you can do. So uh yeah, but look, Matt Kennedy, I thought he played a good game. I also thought uh Walsh played alright as I just touched on uh until that last quarter. I thought he just could have been a little bit better lifted. Ed Kerno, I thought he's someone who did lift in our, in that fourth quarter for us. Really, uh, look, he's a, he's a scrappy footballer. He's kicked a goal, though. He's had 25 touches. Uh, good on you, mate. Uh, uh, Ed Kerno, real real warrior for the, for this football club, I tell you. Uh, someone else I thought was pretty good was Nick Newman. Uh, look, I haven't been the biggest fan of him the last couple of weeks. I know a lot of people say, saying he's been playing pretty good his last two games. Uh, I thought he played all right. But uh, even prior to that, just really haven't been the biggest fan of what he's been doing and, he, and more specifically his role in the team but to be honest I um I actually thought he played a pretty good game I really liked his vision uh he was really he was always getting uh taking marks around our back flanks and looking in board hitting some difficult kicks uh so I thought his vision and his skills today were pretty good overall so I was pretty impressed with Nick Newman um so I'll give him the credit there because I I haven't been his biggest fan someone I just uh, was really uh, impressed with actually was Charlie just another step in the right direction good work I think he's going to start hitting the scoreboard a little bit um, over these next two weeks I'd, I'd like to see him kick at least two I'd like to see him kick two or three in a game if I did that would, if we saw him kick three in one of these next two games that would be massive that would be really big if he can kick three or even two I'll, I'll, still, I'll still be happy look I just I want him to just keep progressing and, and not get injured touch wood um so, yeah, that's that's uh, another positive step for Charlie. Uh, yeah, I've touched on Harry a little bit, but, yeah, obviously I thought he played a good game. Changed his role. He's not used to a role like this as well. You have to understand that. And, uh, yeah, I was right. So he's taken eight marks for the day. He's gone up the ground a lot. He he did end up getting a goal. goal. He always finds a way to manage one. So uh, well done to him. I touched on Honey really early um, with the first... Um, two first quarter goals so good to see him getting involved I'm really impressed with uh, with his with his last two weeks so good on him but um, honestly one one person just I've, I've written it down here I wrote down Zach Fisher almost 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 just just give me a bit more just a bit more please just give me something just a little 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 bit more because he's almost there he's almost there he he done some amazing things on the day and some of his skills were great, but then he gets the opportunity to kick the goal and he come and he misses. I mean, he just needs to be a little bit more polished. I mean, his skills are actually pretty good. I, lo- I love his his vision is off the charts. And his IQ's pretty good, but he's very fumbly with the football. He's making a lot of mistakes. I just feel like his hands and his skills are just a little bit shaky sometimes. Not his hand not his hand skills, but like his hands with just marking and I don't know, just um, yeah, just p- sometimes picking up the ball a little bit. I don't know. I just he's just almost there. You just need to give me a little bit more, Zach Fisher. I need him to have. I, I want to see this bloke have a massive preseason. I don't want him to go anywhere. I want him to come in, 
and I want him to go into the off season and I want him to put in the most work he's ever done. I want him to I want him to work with the hardest work of the years and I want him to just build something big so we can go into 2020 uh, 2022 and just absolutely turn it on because this year he looked like he was coming in for a big year but he just he just hasn't exploded the way I hoped and look I, I still see something there I just I think a lot of these blokes they seem to be late bloomers don't they so yeah they do I don't I don't know but let's let, let's hope let, let's hope he does let's hope he does you know have a, have a good final two weeks of the season have a big off season and and, and show a bit more because look I know a lot of Blues fans will, will probably love him and probably like him but I'm telling you this guy can be something special I'm only harsh on him because I see something in him like the way this guy can move in the, but like not even just that like he's got he's got the ability to, to move so quickly and evade okay he's put in a little bit of body size okay so that's a little bit of a tick okay so he needs to he needs to keep doing that though just a little bit more but his vision and his ability to sometimes handball, just the way he, he moves and handballs and, and just pulls off all these like handballs out of nowhere, just creating these quick chances, it's remarkable. Now look, I feel like he's 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 marking look, he's a small he's a smallish for he's a small forward for us. So look, he's not gonna be taking a lot of marks. So look, I don't expect him to have great hands. But like even I just feel like his his crumbing ability, look, it's it's good, but I feel like he's been just a little bit shaky and hasn't been like honing in on that part of his game. He doesn't crumb the ball enough. So I don't feel like he's committed to the small forward to that small forward crumbing role. Or maybe like I, I think he just needs to do that a little bit more for the position he's playing when he is in the forward line. I know he's gone for he's gone in the midfield. We know, yes, and I like him in the midfield. I think that's Think that's where he's going to have to grow but i need a bit more just a little bit more because i see something with this bloke i don't know i don't know but look that's all i'll touch on from the game uh where to from here so we've got two games left as i've touched on um i, I want to see i want to see that i want to i want to rectify the things that we struggled with this week and for me, what did we struggle with? For me, we struggled, we struggled to convert some some easy goals and you know some decent chances at crucial times. So I, I want to see I want to see our build up, our, our kicking inside fifty improve. I want to see our our goal our conversion in front of goals improve because I don't, I feel like our accuracy has been pretty woeful aside from uh, apart from that St Kilda game. I want to see uh, more importantly our decision making going inside fifty. Because look, I, look, our skills aren't the best, but when we are going inside fifty, it's not like oh, like oh, that's that's a shit kick because he's, you know, he shanked it. No, like he's kicked it like that on purpose. He's kicking it long and high like to these packs all the time. I, I would rather uh, I'd rather lower the eyes, and yeah, just the decision making going inside fifty needs to change. So decision making. Um, Skills are still going inside 50, but skills all together as well. Just skills all together. Uh, our, our conversion, that falls under skills. And just defensively. Uh, you know, I don't want to be allowing easy goals like we did. We, we Fiorini in that third quarter, how he was, how he was in between players in our zone. Just easy, easy mark and goal. Uh, at a crucial stage, stage of the game as well, you know. Like, that can't be happening 
next year we're like again I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to see that like when we're trying to be a top 8 side it's hard to make top 8 when you let goals like that and then Townsend just pushing Silvani out of the ruck and kicking a goal 10 metres directly in front and then even that bloody Jeffrey bloke how many marks did he take inside 50 just I mean yeah look a defensive structure it's 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 a shambles it's an utter shambles mate so someone, so someone come in and fix it, please. Someone, some assistant coach or Clarko, or Ross Lyon, I don't know. That's the next thing. What do you guys think of the coaching situation? Um, I don't know. I think Tiggy. look, I reckon he's a little bit hard done by just in the sense of he's, he's only had two and a half years. That's not really enough time. Is it? Look, I, I feel the group should probably be a little bit ahead of where they are now. But also in saying that, I just... I reckon... I reckon he needs a bit more time. One more year. One more year is probably what he deserves in terms of he's only had two years. But in saying that, we just we just lost our finals chances. We're not, we're now not going to play finals this year because we've just lost to Gold Coast and North Melbourne. By like what a combined sixty points both of those games, mind you. That that is that is woeful. That is woeful. Now I'm sorry, but that in itself just says to me. The board's probably the board's probably looking at sacking him. I don't reckon the board's looking at it from from the perspective he's only had two years, maybe one more. I think I reckon if they can get Clarko, he's gone. I don't know if they want Ross Lyon. I've heard this Buckley rumors flying around. Look, I don't really know about Buckley, but if we can get Clarko, I can't say I can't say I wouldn't pull the trigger. Because for me, Clarko is just a way more reliable option. The question is, the, the, when you're trying to make a big decision like this, okay? If you're the Carlton Football Club, why, why am I? What, what's the decision? Who should be the coach? What, what, but what role does the coach play? What, what's our goal? Our goal is to win a flag. Can we win a flag with David Teague? I don't know. Can we win a flag with Alistair Clarkson? Well, probably if we if we can't win with win one with Alistair Clarkson, maybe we can't win one with anyone with this list. But I tell you what, it definitely is a lot more reassuring if Clarkson is leading this organization and coaching the, this football club. So there you have it. If we can get Clarkson, get him. That's it. That's how it is. Um, look, if we can't get him, I don't know. I. I wouldn't mind seeing what the club uh, decides to make a decision on in the end. But what I will say is, I will I will say that these final two games have a little bit to weigh. Out of this, out of these next two games, aside from these uh, structural changes and you know our skills and decision making, I want to I, I want to see some some more. I want to see the youth to continue to play. Apart from Murphy this week, he's going to get his 300th. Play on 300, not going to play in the last game of the season. Leave him on 300. 
Uh, I think leave the Lockie O'Briens in. I, I think Williamson will probably stay in. I think we're going to... Will Setterfield's injured. I, I don't know who there really is to bring in. Maybe Brody Kemp. I would like to see Brody Kemp play. I think two games left of the year. I'd love to just see him get a game. I'd like to see what he can do. Uh, and I'd like to see Liam Stocker play in the midfield in one of these games, to be honest. I really would. I really would. Uh, so, yeah. And the final thing, I'd love to beat one top eight side this year. Or even GWS. If we beat at least one of them, it's okay. That's, you know, that's all right. If we beat both of these teams, it would kill me because it'd be like, wow, we probably should have made the eight. Like, and and it'll leave me on a good note because at least, look, I'll be gutted, but I'll tell you this much. I'll know if we win these final two games of the year that we're going into next year thinking, holy shit, maybe we're, maybe we're just starting to click. Maybe we're, maybe we're putting it together because we haven't beat two sides like this all year, let alone back-to-back. So let's do that. Let's beat a top-eight side. Let's beat a team we haven't been in ages. Let's get at least one of them. Let's play for something. Anyway, that's all I really have to say. Uh, shorter episode this week. But there you go. Let's let's get the win against Port. Let's do it for Merth. For Merth. Let's uh, kick a goal, son. Come on, give give us something to cheer for. Let's send him off as the club champion that he is, mate. You never won a flag. You never got to play much finals footy. Let's give him a win on his 300th. Can we do that for him? Can we really? The boys have been saying how much it means that the you know to play in this game with him in his last game of his career. Club legend. He's helped him so much. Can we give something for him? Can we? Can we just get the win for this guy in his 300th? We didn't do it for Simo against Brisbane. Can we do it for? Can we do it for this guy? That's all I've got to say. Up the baggers. I know it's been tough. I know. I know how it is, guys. But look. <sighs> Positivity. Let's just let's just see how we go from here. Let's 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 get some wins on the board, guys. Let's let's play the kids. Let's let's play for something. Let's do something right. Don't worry. There's there's some positive signs out of out of the last couple of weeks, regardless of of the loss to North Melbourne. That one that was. Let's not even bring that. But. There's been some positive signs. So come on, boys. Let's um let's get a win one of these next two. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. It means a lot as always. And enjoy the weekend, guys. We'll see you guys next week.